Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm here with Dane Christensen. Hello. And Megan Strand. Hi. Megan's back. I'm back from under the rock. And we are the Naked Marketers. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, oh, Megan, uh, what happened to you? I was living under a rock for the last three weeks. <laughs> Seriously, you were. Pretty much. I hardly remember what you look like. Now here I am. She, she's now like the thing. phoenix, rebirth. <laughs> she's like the phoenix. <laughs> So I am going to play amnesia patient today on the show, and you can fill me in on all the great things that have been happening over the past three weeks. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. It, it's like a built-in uh, audience. Uh, That's built right. In ignorant, uh, <gasps> ignorant audience really? member. <gasps> That's right. Uh, ignorance of uh, the wonders of, of Facebook. <laughs> can we talk about grandmas on Facebook? Whose story was this? Dane, I think this was yours. Tell us about this one. Right. Is it? Um, I love the picture. Is that your grandma? I love that picture. Oh, she's sweet, isn't she? She is. That's sweet. just a super cool grandma. It is a hip grandma. Uh, that's an IBM. A, uh, that picture is an IBM. <laughs> right. That's not a too. new picture. I don't think. <laughs> no. Or that or I, this is an impoverished <laughs> town where they've just gotten leftover computers from other communities. I actually had that. I was going to say. I think Peter sold me that computer. I, I used to. <laughs> I used to play Kings the Queen, King's Quest series on that computer i i miss it very much the ibm uh, too that was a great little machine it probably put out a lot of warmth it did it did it was not uh <laughs> it was it was ecophobic <laughs> keep the keep the room warm like you don't need yeah. a space heater when you've got a monitor like no, that you really don't it was it was awesome <laughs> i'm sorry why are we talking about this picture again we're just we are um <laughs> yeah no this grandma's of the gi generation uh, what is that? The Sally Jesse Raphael glasses? <laughs> <laughs> those, those glasses are throwing you. Uh, this is a report from the Pew Internet and American Life Project. They've come up with some interesting data on their most recent study of online behavior uh, and looking at it generationally. Um, uh, they, <laughs> I'll tell you, the, okay, it's the first part. Uh, the those eighteen to thirty three, that's Gen Y. They're more likely to use wireless internet, laptops, social networking sites, or participate in virtual worlds. And you're all going to like this one. But for the older folks from Generation X on up, it's the first time I've heard older folks and Gen X in the same sentence. But anyway, that they're hurts, more likely. To, it? That's smart. It does hurt. More likely to use online banking uh, or government websites. Should you say baking or banking? Yeah, some online baking. It's an interesting project they're doing in the Philippines. What you do is you just you put your recipe together online, and you sort of send an email out, and somebody in the Philippines bakes, bakes it and sends it to you. And then sends it, it back to you. To you. That's it's, right. Honestly, flash, it's the greatest. Flash frozen you've buns be, from the Philippines. You, you plan ahead, you know, like tomorrow's meals because the time difference and everything, and, and the mailing, of course. But That's all they yeah, do is like slider baking. rolls from the Philippines, though, so... Doesn't everyone? I thought everyone did that. Anyway, <laughs> no banking. Thank you, Miss Megan. Uh, the percentage of adults who now here's where it gets interesting. The uh, percentage of adults watching online video up from fifty two percent to now sixty six percent. That's from oh eight to two thousand ten. So in two years, um, fifty two to sixty six percent jump. Uh, adults listening to music online, it's over half, fifty one percent. Back in uh, 2004, that was 34%. So that's it's a big number, but it's a longer time span. And 53% of adults use classified sites like Craigslist, way up 
from 32% in 07. And I don't know why those comparison dates jump around all over the place. That seems a little odd. Um, yeah, so, okay, really adults are using... apples right? Right, it's apples not. Apples to freaking steak. <laughs> wow. I know, I'm, I'm worked up. up. I'm sorry, I don't know where that sailor language came from. I, you know, so that data I do think is relevant to share for, for marketing reasons. One of them is, uh, you know, we're just seeing, and I think this is particularly true in the last year, uh, so much more use and, um, uh, what's the word? I don't know. So, so much, so much more, um, let's call it use (laughs) and prevalence. How about that? Of online promotional videos, companies using videos um, in effective ways. There've been obviously some big name campaigns that that all jump out at us, but I think, uh, you know, videos, uh, promotional videos showing up in search results, um, you know, companies jumping in a little bit more there. When they say online videos, I'm sure, you know, Netflix and Hulu are a big part of that number, but um but I think that from a marketing perspective, there are a lot of things to look at here and pay attention to. You know, obviously, you know, something that's been an issue since whatever the 90s um, that, that you know, always gets a little bit better year over year is, is you know, your online trust of uh, things like, you know, using mint.com for all of your finances, that sort of thing. Um, so when you look at these numbers and you see growth in particularly an older demographic, uh, embracing sometimes newer technologies, you know, I think, I think you have to consider the marketing ramifications. Um, for instance, uh, let's see the fastest growth, the fastest growth on social networking sites, uh, like Facebook is coming from internet users, 75 years of old and older. That usage has quadrupled since 2008. They got more time. They got more time, and all their kids are on Facebook. Yeah. Well, and tell them what's down, Dane. This is what I thought was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, um, but but (laughs) probably easily explainable. Uh, What is down is um, uh, teens, I guess. They're calling them teens. I don't know what their age range is there, Um, but only half as many teens. Uh, are operating their own blog now compared to 2006. The most easy explanation for that is likely, you know, something like Facebook and the fact that instead of sort of long form communication, um, there's a very short form communication that's much easier, much more accessible. And, and you know, how that's changing the way we communicate in general or because that is interesting to think about. I mean, I, I would look at uh, a lot of people blogging as a good thing from the standpoint of, there's a real discipline there and, and, and uh, kind of forces a little more academic thinking or critical thinking to come up with long form blogs. Whereas this very short form messaging, you know, will that influence like marketing messages that messages that we see, for instance, right? I, I don't know that those goes hand, those go hand in hand. There are a lot of really crummy. Oh, I'm stretching. I, 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 that is a, that's, that's, uh, that's a pretty big stretch. I, I you know, what I, what I think actually is probably a good thing out of this whole, this whole blogging is down thing is that as the result of people, as you say, going to shorter form, uh, publishing like Facebook, um, you know, to get their personal stuff out onto the web. The benefit of that is the blogs that are, that are left are better. Uh-huh. It raises the overall quality of the that's of the one way to look at who it, are doing. It? I mean, I can the blogs that I've been reading for a long time just consistently get better and better and smarter and smarter and the and taken more and more seriously. And I think that's a that's an important uh, connection for me anyway. It's Has the anyone... attention span issue. 
What if is anyone, the has anyone seen the, Nobody has the attention span well, to write in long format anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I hardly except, had the attention span to, rem- to remember th- what you just said a few seconds ago. So <laughs> I'm sorry about that. There is an attention span issue. There, there well, is. That's, but, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think what's left is better, and that's probably a good thing. But, yeah, it, you know, yeah. speaking of Facebook, I mean, th- this is, uh, you know, I, I think this is fascinating. Uh, sources close to Facebook, this was on uh, Mashable. This morning, sources close to Facebook say that the social network is close to reporting revenues of $2 billion for 2010, That's more insane. than double what the company pulled last year. That's insane. And Mark Zuckerberg got named Person of the Year. Person of the Year. Did he agree okay. to give away, what, half of his? And he signed the Billionaire Giving Pledge. Yeah. Okay, okay. that's pretty awesome. Especially yeah, after awesome. the the uh, uh, the Newark schools thing, yeah. No, I wasn't uh, going to say that at all. It was uh, oh. the the uh, Bernie uh, Sanders, okay. the Bernie Buster. Did you see the the Bernie no. Sanders filibuster on this whole tax thing? Oh yeah. You know when he brought out the stats of the Walton family and it, that the death of the estate tax would uh, bring them thirty two billion dollars uh-huh. to the family if the estate tax falls. You know, his comment was was so beautiful that uh, he said, what do how much is enough? When when is it enough that they have all the money? Is it that they have all the money ever? That's patently insane, he says, which I thought was so great. So then when you see people like Zuckerberg, who, you know, still so young, signing the billionaire giving pledge and saying, you know, I'm I, I don't I don't need it all. Uh, he's been very successful. Well, he's we're going to set. We're going to become a role model for. He's so visible. Yeah, yeah. being being that visible is really a well. And thing. and and he had great comments. I thought um, that he he said it's more common, you know, for people to uh, wait until they're a little older in life uh, before they start giving to charities or or you know giving away some of their wealth. But he's in a position basically to be able to really see and be a participant at a younger age uh, in in the ways that he can help. Um, the world essentially with with the money that he has, so right. it's kind of a cool way to look at it. I mean, you know, he's in a very unique position for his age, obviously, but uh, he's not the only one from Facebook uh, who signed the pledge. Um, there are, you know, uh, th- that company's made quite a few people wealthy, and um, and some good things appear to be happening. So, I, yeah, I thought that pledge was kind of exciting news. Let's let's, let's go, go back, back to the, the revenue of two billion. Um, uh, of two billion piece though i'm the as fast as facebook is growing there's an interesting thing that i i uh, observed this last several weeks i've been teaching this class at a university here in, in uh, portland and it's a mixed demographic class it is i've got a handful of uh, older working adults and i've got a handful of traditional age students and uh, one of the assignments, uh, you know, is on the cultural implications of privacy in the digital age, you know, and I, my example is, you know, if you're a Facebook user, um, you know, look at the, the Facebook privacy terms and write me a paper on the implications of privacy, you know, doing your research from current thinkers. And I had a uh, an, what felt to me like an abnormal distribution of people come forward saying we don't use Facebook, we hate Facebook, we're not using Facebook, we, we don't want to use Facebook. Why do you think that is? I think it's one of those um, I'm so different stances. You think so? Well, because it's so popular, so widespread. It's, I, I don't know. That's my theory. That, that there's, there's this sort of uh, it's sort cosmic. Of like, I'm not going to do that. Everybody's like, doing you say it, it again. So it's, it's, like an, it's like an identity statement. It's like, I'm not on Facebook. I'm, e- I'm e- emo. <laughs> 
So you're I, saying I'm wearing the, my bangs the, the, low. I'm, I'm wearing all black and black lipstick. On. I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> Say that again, Dane. It's <laughs> the younger students who aren't on. Who is that? What you said? Which, the young... of the, which of your students were saying they weren't on Facebook? Oh yeah, b- both. I mean, it was older oh. and younger. Now the older ones, you know, they. Well, no, they both had the same stance. They just don't feel. Um... Let me take back my statement. I think it falls into two camps. I do think there's people that have this identity piece where they're like, this is my identity that I'm not on Facebook. And then there's these other people like my sister, who is a prime candidate for Facebook. She's got young kids. She's a stay-at-home mom. She's got stuff going on that she would post. She likes keeping up with her friends. She's very good at that. She's just, she's knows it would be a very large task to even open that door, start finding friends, start learning how to use it. So she just is delaying the inevitable. So I think there's I, I two would, camps. Yeah, no, I and would my say... my mother falls into that. That well. is interesting because there's still room for growth in Facebook, which is what we're seeing in the revenue, that, that right. there are still people out there who just haven't quite jumped on yet. Exactly. What were you going to say, well, Dane? I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, I think for a sort of a post-college age demo, um, that it's exactly what Megan says. I mean, the friends that I have who are holding out, it's primarily just a, I'm, I'm afraid of the amount of time that's going to take or how, like I see, let's say my wife on it all the time. And I, and I don't want to do that. Or I, I don't want to be hunted down by old, you know, high school people that I never, never really want to see again. Um, that's such a weak excuse, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Because, and that's (laughs) the other thing, because I think you're right, Megan, there are the kind of these two camps. I think on the other side, um, you know, Facebook isn't what it used to be. It, it isn't a, a sort of a niche little cool place to have just your cool friends. You know, it's a place where your grandma is on there and your mom and your uncle and and your old friends from high school and people you just met last week. They're all on there. What it's become is a utility, a communication utility, probably more than anything else. You know, it's it's everybody's own little personal website. You can, you know, post pictures. Um, you, you need to be a little more careful with what you say because you have now like a broad audience. It's sort of, you know, and it isn't what it used to be. So that I think there are people who, um, who, if, if it is seen more just as a utility for everybody, yeah, it's not necessarily unique or special. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're a little burned out on the whole thing, but it is, you know, I mean, the people who, I don't know, this new format, does everyone like the new format, by the way? I'm not, I'm not crazy about it, but have you seen the people who have done the really cool art, uh, like layouts using the new photo layout to do very cool things with the display of their Facebook profile? No, no. Oh, it's a, it's very cool. You know how the pages? Well, I'm sorry. You say your thing first. My thing's totally distracting. And I, I was going to say that uh, one thing that seems to have changed dramatically is the ease of finding additional friends, and I literally. I have 40 new friends in the last like five days. Cause you're a friendly kind of person, Dane. <laughs> uh, well, it's easier to oh, find others. Cool. And, you know what I mean? It's when you start, it's totally different. I think that's one thing. And you know, the thing you always have to keep in mind, um, cause I, you know, every time they change, it's sort of like, eh, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm not really sure I miss something and I don't quite know how to use it. But when I get to know how to use it, then maybe I'll like it better. And I just want to feel like I'm in control. And if I don't feel like I'm in control, you know what I mean? Every time it changes, you just feel like you don't have control until you figure it out. Um, but the big deal I think is, is, uh, uh, you know, this ease of adding friends and this ease of sharing information about yourself, the way it sort of does that for you if you've posted things, so it keeps doing that. Well, again, the thing to keep in mind is that they're trying to keep you on there longer. That's why their revenues are double. It's not just that they're adding people. It's that they've 
they've sort of added these little features over the year. Most of what they add is, is, um, I mean, if I have more friends, I have more reason to be on. And if they comment and really anything that will get you on Facebook and keep you there, get you seeing the ads that uh, are part of that experience. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's fascinating fascinating that you say that. I was thinking about that the other day in terms of the work that Facebook has done to raise the right people. Have you noticed like when you're when you're looking for new people, uh, the find a friend tool? Is mm-hmm. stunningly accurate now. Oh yeah, it's, they've made all kinds of improvements with that. And that, yeah, that really does cement uh, keeping your, uh, you know, keeping you on the page longer. Those uh, that is a, a great observation. Um, Why? Thank you. Yeah, no, you're a you're a smart kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I I think uh, I think it's really interesting. But uh, now on to my totally waste of um, waste of breath. Story. Did you see what I just uh, sent you on Skype? The reface me uh, link, reface dot me slash hack slash new Facebook profile hack. It is a fascinating little look into um, how people are using this new Facebook profile to do very cool things with their profiles and make them really interesting and engaging. When you get there, uh, I like the one where he's got the Pac Man. He's looking at the ghosts being eaten by Pac-Man across the page. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm excited about this. Alexandre Houdon has the eyes. His his profile picture is a tall picture of his <laughs> ear, and then his eyes go across the top, like looking that out those windows. That is so cool. Crazy cool. Um, huh. Yeah, I mean, Love people it. are doing some really interesting things with Facebook. I think one of the Oh, that is very is cool. Joris Yoko Bulkins has a really cool one. Uh Wow, uh, this is wow. This is really, really cool. <laughs> Set up the wrench. <laughs> really funny. It's funny. Uh, oh, I like huh. this one. I don't know who this is, but it's the it's the laying down on the bed, uh, legs in the profile picture, and the head off in the in the. I know Peter's going to have one of these soon. I'm going to have to do this something. This is totally you. It's like know, a it's photo like, stitch. Probably not going to be appropriate. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so people are doing some cool things as much as you might not like the new Facebook. But what now that it's settled in, have you used the Facebook messaging? Uh, nope. Integrated messaging. Have you been invited no. to that yet? Nope. You nope. don't have a nope. Facebook.com email address yet? Not that I know of. Well, I think it's really cool. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> I'm precisely about six months behind you because I just I just got <laughs> me invitation yesterday oh we totally should do your about me that's great you need that um the the facebook messaging is really interesting it's it actually works as advertised uh somebody can email me text me uh send me a facebook message any uh, any number of ways they want to get in touch with me it all ends up in my facebook inbox and that it turns out is very cool so Uh, i wish that it wasn't just facebook that was doing it is it an invite only it, you you they're rolling it out very slowly so only heavy the, users get it first i'm not sure if it's at facebook.com slash messaging or new messaging try one of those and you can uh you can get a see if you get an inbox uh, or see if you get an opportunity um it, it's really interesting <laughs> see when if you, they've identified you as cool <laughs> yeah you may not be on the cool list yet it's very possible try messages Facebook.com slash messages. That's very strange. Are you trying it? 
I tried new messaging and got this guy named Blake Douglas. No, 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 it's, no it's not it. No, anyway, uh, well, anyway, it's very cool, and we'll I'll see if I can find that. The um, uh, it it is interesting. This integrated inbox is actually an interesting thing, and it it works really well. And I wish uh, Google had invented this first, because that's where I have all of my messages right now. And I'm not going to use Pete Wright at Facebook.com. That's not a uh, that's not a email address I'm going to check. Although I do like the fact that I can just give that email address out to everybody. The world can have it, but the and everybody can write to it, but the only people that will actually reach me are my friends. Do you hear hmm. me when I say that? I did say it. I, that's interesting. Be, be but, loud by me. But the thing, the thing with that, though, is that does it tell you, oh, sorry, you're not a friend. It's not going to send your message? Yes. Oh. Says you're not on that person. So, so it's list. almost like top secret email. That's right. Top secret, like, non-secret. Then you feel email. like a big loser if you're like, cause it's like DMs, DMing someone on Twitter. That always breaks my heart just a little bit when you get that. Sorry, sorry. you can't send a DM because this person's not following you. I know. I know. That's a little heartbreaking. It's the exclusivity. So many emotions. There just are. So, so many you emotions. found the you found I found it. Facebook.com forward slash about forward slash messages. Okay. okay. And so at the bottom right hand side, there's a little button that just click it and uh request an invite. Request an invite and you're done. So, so I, I haven't necessarily seen uh you know a great uptick in people beyond, hey, look, Facebook messaging is cool. Most people are still just using, I think, the integrated chat. That's the other thing. If somebody chats you in while you're online in Facebook and you're not online or you're away from your computer, it shows up like as a text or on your, you know, in your Facebook app on the iPhone, whatever. It's very cool. Cool. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, we've talked about Facebook way too long. So let's talk about Lexus. This is another one of those kind of high jump, low ceiling moments. Lexus is using the Xbox 360 to promote the CG200 hybrid during an all-night gaming marathon for Halo Reach this weekend. All right. Uh, so when you think of Lexus, is the first brand you think of Xbox? Yes. You are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you know, last uh, two, two, three years ago, Lexus had a great campaign uh, where they were, they were trying to uh, really appeal to, I think, the upper crust, and it was these. It was these great long form videos. Um, one of them was, uh, you know, we're going to take you into the inner workings of chocolate, and they go and they show these luscious pictures of this just piping hot melted chocolate flowing across these awesome old, you know, in this old monastery on this these monks hand loving this chocolate as they roll it into little buns of chocolate love and then they package it precisely and then they say at the end of this four minute profile video they say, see how chocolate is like a Lexus. <laughs> and then the, the next one will be champagne and it talks to these, these you know, champagne uh, brewers or what are they, brewers, manufacturers, distillers, what is a champagne? I don't know. Some a champagner, and they are. We're talking about all the bubbles. We love the bubbles. We are in Europe, and we're talking about <laughs> bubbles. And you see, at the end, bubbles are like Lexus. <laughs> hey, Pete, I've sexy. got a, I got a business proposal for you. Yes, Dane. I've, I've got this idea, and I'm all of a sudden really excited about this idea. I want to be your agent, and I, I want to go out and secure a. You know, you doing the voice narration for like food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like restaurants where you describe eating a burrito or something, you know? 
and, and, and really just pull all the, pull all the adjectives into that experience and give it that passion and emotion. Like when you sink your teeth oh, into man. there, I could, I'm work, sure there's no competition for that. I at could all. work over a burrito, like nobody's business. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. But let's go. And so this is why. So I say all that preamble about the sexy chocolate and sexy I want more. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's <laughs> Sorry. Uh, because now it's Xbox Halo Reach. Oh, how times have changed. Anybody? Well, okay, I'm in the same so, well, room guess, with you, no, Megan, no, no, and you're I'm, totally I'm just, gone. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> decipher this. Like, I just don't understand. Is it because... Um, People with a lot of money are now playing Halo, or th- that are older and typical Le- Lexus customers. Or is the Lexus now becoming the Cadillac of? You know what? I, I got an interesting point hood. to make here, Megan. This might That's answer your question. question. Uh, I saw a little JPEG image the other day uh, that somebody had done a screenshot. They were looking for um, adult uh, diapers. Uh, I can't, there was like a snap on reusable feature to these adult diapers. And you know how Amazon does the product match. And when they match it up, they'll say, you can have these two products, you know, for yeah. whatever. And it's cheaper price. Well, the product they matched with adult diapers was, um, uh, world of, no, not world of Warcraft. It was, um, what's the other, uh, army one. Call of duty. Call of duty black world Ops. or something like that. It, it was not You're the black kidding. ops one right before it. Yeah, Whatever. so adult diapers got paired with people who liked adult diapers also liked. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know. I, Al- I, algorithms I are fun. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I suppose I should have read the whole article because it's it's the hybrid is being pitched to a younger customer than Lexus's other models. And it's being positioned as edgy, but eco-friendly. It which is edgy. That, think, that is what Halo just screams, right? Edgy and, and exactly. eco-friendly. Well, a lot of the planets on which upon <laughs> which you are destroying alien life. Uh, it's to are save green. the. It, yeah, there is some greenness, right? Uh, but isn't it to save the world's other worlds? Yeah, there's so a lot of world saving. Yeah. <laughs> like you destroy one planet, you know, to help another. Right. I think. Uh, interesting. So well, it's kind it's of you know, for cheap labor. Fun. It's all for cheap labor. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's Lexus doing an interesting brand mashup. Uh, be good to see how that plays out. The last one I think that is that we should uh, talk about before we get into our tool is this. Uh, ad, unless I've totally missed something that we should also talk about, uh, is this Microsoft uh, adding advertising and tracking blocker to IE9. Uh, so the announcement came out, this was, we were supposed to talk about this last week, but, uh, we didn't actually, uh, wrap our show. So what happened is last week, the, uh, the federal trade commission announced that, uh, they want to see a do not track system in place so that advertisers cannot track the sites you visit that you come that, you know, sites from which you visit an advertising tracked site and sites you go to when you leave the site that you're on, uh, which is a, a common practice right now. So uh, it, it, in response, or or in parallel at least, Microsoft announces that they've added this advertising and tracking blocker so that when I am on a site using IE9 and I turn this on, advertisers will not be able to track my uh, browsing progress on the net. What does that mean, Dane, from an advertising perspective? Um, you, well, here's the thing. I, I, I don't know a ton about this. This, this to me is more of like, oh, that's interesting. Um, uh, uh, well, hold on a second. If it's going to affect referral sites where a link from another site 
directs you to a site. And I don't, I don't read that into this. Uh, that's a critical thing to know. I mean, if I've built links or I have sort of partner sites, and one of them could be Facebook, and if and if I get business to my site from Facebook, that's important. That's really very important information. Um, I, I can't imagine this would affect that. Where I first heard about um, this being used in surreptitious ways was um, uh, porn sites were, uh, I can't remember what they were doing with it, but there was some real concern like a couple of weeks ago that, oh, by the way, uh, these there, there are a bunch of porn sites that are like monitoring your uh, off their site activity. I can't remember what. Well, that, were cook- well, that sniffing is- cookies. Who's not doing that? Porn well, site or there, not? There are there are, no there are quite a few sites. That's that's actually pretty bad form. Cookie sniffing, so you or, or history sniffing. It's browser history sniffing, so you can go in and and actually see. Yeah, and it's not that they're looking for all the sites you visited. It's that they're looking for specific competitor URLs in your history to see you know where they're where you know their site stacks up against your history. Yeah, I mean, I if that's you know, if that's more of what this is addressing, then that I don't have a problem with it. But but there are things that I really do need to know, like, again, uh, the links. So if the link from another site brings you to my site, uh, that would be that would be really bad to lose that data. I, I have to have that data. Well, well that, that, I, I think that's, that's the big concern that advertisers are having. I mean, you just said it, that if you that what this does is it says you can't see you end up not seeing anything. Um, I think you're you're going to start seeing more and more of this. Yeah. I mean, IE is, will be the first, but then others will come behind it. I mean, it's it's just I was listening to a story yesterday about how how much your book preferences and reading preferences and even um, page you know time you spend on a page on a Kindle are tracked. And I just it's just things you don't think about. And I think people it's one of those backlash privacy issues and it's all kind of wraps together. So I think you're going to start seeing more of this the, much to advertisers dismay. This article by uh, Nancy Goring on uh, tech world. Uh, this is, I think one of the salient points that I think content publishers and advertisers are upset about. She says, quote, uh, that's because sites that users block from tracking them will also be blocked from displaying content. Uh, during the webcast executives showed a pre-recorded demo of how the mechanism works. Once the feature was turned on and started blocking sites, mm-hmm. certain content on the page that was provided by the third-party sites are no uh, no longer appeared right. on that page. Uh, yeah. Although it, what it doesn't, doesn't block, block apparently, it doesn't affect cookies that are built into Flash. Uh, there are tools that block Flash cookies, which are tend to be far more insidious than regular browser-based cookies. Uh, mm. Uh, but uh, looks like IE does not block flash cookies. Interesting. Uh, worth checking into. I, I think you're right, Megan. The the idea that privacy, these privacy tools, uh, people are getting more and more aware of what uh, what information is being tracked. Uh, you know, we need to to keep finding ways to. You know, we got to collect data somehow. As an advertiser, we got to we got to be able to collect data somehow, and, and uh, but to do it in a way that's not quite so um, intrusive. Intrusive, if if that's the word. Yeah. Uh, what's our tool of the uh, tool of the week? Well, in light of the holiday season, there's this. It's not really a tool. It's just a fun thing. There's a very fun um, gift wrap called Tweet Wrap, and you can customize this actually kind of ugly gift wrap with tweets, <laughs> customized tweets. So for the Twitter lover um, on your holiday shopping list this season, I think this would be a fabulous way to wrap their gift of I don't know what. 
And so it's a what? What do you? Uh, what do you? What do you? So I'm gonna. I'm here. I'm selecting my pattern. Get started. Oh, it has more than one pattern. That's that's. Yes, yeah. mine's going to be a series of tubes. The legendary uh, wrap. It's all kind of ugly. Senator so. Ted Stevens. It's all very pixely looking, but then you get to select tweets. Oh, this is awesome. So you can do like happy holidays, the hashtag happy holidays. I heart you. Surprise. Merry Christmas. I'm going to do happy holidays. Or you can, do it by us- you can do it by username. That's the other cool Found thing. TNM. Except I don't think this application likes Chrome so much because it's not working very well. Look, Look at, at that. that. I'm done. I have tags with all the the hashtag TNM. Uh, that's a that's a crazy thing. Isn't that fun? I'm gonna do Megan Strand. Oh, that's kind of scary. You'll hear about the bees coming out of my Christmas tree. That's a horrifying thing. <laughs> Megan Strand, there it is. Series of tubes. I can't even read. Doctor Pepper Snapple joins Smart Way. Oh, it's all do gooder stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That's a fun little tool. People yeah, so there's your tool. Pages.samsung.com slash US slash tweet wrap. It'll be in show notes. And yeah. it's in the show notes. That is, uh, that's awesome. Anything we, else we need to talk about this week, people? Or have we, uh, can we put a fork in it? Put a fork in it. Let's that's do it. Uh, Dane, where can people find you when you're not, uh, when you're not out on the, uh, on the corner, shining shoes and ringing bells? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you I'll just bet. reminded is me. Salt I've got to Lake, do that Salt today. Salt Lake is full on winter now, right? I mean, you've just got, it's tons of snow and everybody's happy. Is that yeah. what happened? Uh, yeah, we Lake? got some new snow. We got uh, three or four inches out there today. I skied last Saturday. I was going to say, I'm brilliant. surprised you're here today for the yeah, show. I skied skiing. last Wednesday. I didn't ski yesterday when I was supposed to, so I'm a little sad about that. It was a powder day. Um, we do have snow. It's beautiful. It's Christmassy here. Uh, please find me on about.me slash <gasps> Dane Christensen. No way. Yeah, it looks good too. You should go see it. I'm gonna. He's fancy. (laughs) Super fancy. Super fancy. Have you seen mine? I've seen yours. It's awesome. It's old news. It is sort of old news. (gasps) Hey, that was taken in my backyard. That's your backyard. (laughs) That's my husband's shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's that's my hungover face. I'm the awkward fairy. My work is done. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. That did. That took me a minute there, Pete. Yeah. Wow, my backyard and my husband's shirt. Work <laughs> could be taken and, a lot and, of ways by people. And, who and I was know. taking the pictures. How great is that? <laughs> Should just let that one hang without explanation? I like it. Let's just leave it there. The backstory on that, that will be in the show notes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So about.me is another tool. Everybody should go sign up for that. It's, I think having one of these, uh, just a branded landing page is so great in this age of internet nonsense. Um, the, uh, Megan, where can people find you soon to be about.me slash Megan Strand? Uh, but not yet. Uh, I am on Twitter at Megan Strand or my website is encouraged.com and that's I N C O U R A G E D. Excellent. And I am at Pete Wright on Twitter, about.me slash Pete Wright, uh, where you can find links to all sorts of stuff. I've moved uh, most of my blogging right now is at PeteWright.co. It is? Yes. Yes. And so uh, find me there and, uh, you know, talk to me. Uh, But you can learn all about the show, this very show, thenakedmarketers.com. Subscribe to the show in iTunes. That is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode of Naked Marketing 
goodness. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this week. And on behalf of Megan and Dane, I'm Pete. And we'll catch you next week on The Naked Marketers. Thank you.